Evan, welcome to Boss. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. It's so good to see you. Boss is my amazing executive interview series on LinkedIn. I interview my fabulous network to help others learn, network, and pay it forward. So I came to New York to be a creator, um, spent a tremendous amount of time working in side corporate and uh, organized entertainment, first in live entertainment, then in television, then in digital. And then now I've uh, kind of found a, a third act as a pundit, storyteller, creator, and cartographer of the media universe. So for anyone who has seen those amazing media thought bubbles that I think I discovered, I don't know, what is it, like seven, eight years ago at this point? When did it start? Uh, not that long ago, about four years ago, yeah. Okay. My my sense of time with COVID is definitely... <laughs> but how did we meet? How did we, how did we actually get connected? Where were we? Uh, so we were uh, uh, invited by a, a mutual friend, Ben Rallis, uh, who is one of the kind of uh, iconoclasts in the industry, especially uh, given his presence on uh, YouTube and, and, and working at YouTube uh, in the creator world for a long time. And he brought us together for a really interesting collection of humans at a dinner that he did at CES. And then he prompted this incredible uh, conversation around the table asking us each uh, what was the content that most first inspired us. And we just got to meet a lot of people at that dinner who are just fascinating in a way that I don't know that I would have otherwise. And you and I got to talk. Uh, we were sitting next to each other. And you figured out who I was. Uh, I figured out who you were. And here we are. I love that. It was, it was hands down one of my top moments at CES, um, definitely this past year and, and probably over the, the last few years. So um, thank you, Ben. How did you get to where you are now? There's a couple of different uh, major key themes or elements to, to how I got here. Um, actually, three. The first is I didn't plan it. <laughs> you have to deal with circumstances as they come at you. As Mike Tyson famously once said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Um, and so, you know, especially given the rate of change in media, over the last 30 years, which is you know, not even how long I've been working in media, um, if you try to plan everything reg in, a, in, a, in a truly kind of regimented way, you're going to be surprised and disappointed. Mm -hmm. However, if you're ready to kind of learn as you go, and this would be kind of one of the big major themes of my life as an autodidact to a certain extent, is waking up stupid every day, learning something new about something new every day. Um, and that really has been uh, a kind of a big key of how I've been able to pivot from live theater, which is where I started, <laughs> into television, film, digital, and now charting the larger media technology universe. And, and I'm not trying to brag here, but I'm, I get asked to speak about the media universe at all of these different conferences. I am self-trained. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a college degree, let alone a business degree. Um, yet I teach at two different universities and I'm in a position where I get to help kind of educate the universe about itself on an ongoing basis. And that's because I wake up stupid. I wake up and try to learn something new about something new every day. And a lot of folks, as they get into their jobs or into their careers, they don't necessarily see investing in themselves as an important part of how to create a long sustainable career they get a job they do that job well they get paid for that when they need a new job they go look for a job right um, but investing time investing money and most especially investing risk skin in the game putting yourself out there promoting yourself 
building a brand for yourself that isn't just self-promotion, but is actually a brand unto itself. I think it's been proven over the last number of years, especially, but in this last year with 130,000 layoffs in tech and media and more to come, that if you don't create an enterprise around yourself that travels with you wherever you go, then you're going to be completely beholden to the gatekeepers who often aren't making decisions in your best interest. And so being a good self-promoter without necessarily saying, hey, hire me or do this thing, really just putting a brand out there. And frankly, I think in my case, putting content out there that people seem to dig as opposed to marketing myself as a, as a this or a that, that's really, I think, the reason why we're even having a conversation today. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's really smart. I get to coach a number of people who are in early career at university, but mid and late career, you know, people use me as a coach often. And it's surprising how little, how, how afraid of putting their true selves out there a lot of folks get as they work on the grind year after year after year. And that bravery, that investing in yourself, that putting skin in your own game by risking mm -hmm. saying something is is it's really a big blocker for I think a lot of folks in my career who are trying to figure out their next move. Yeah. So speaking of risks, uh, you've been at a bunch of media companies over the years. Or Comcast, AMC. With all of that experience and knowing the market and reading about it every day, but going a lot deeper, I think, than a lot of people, even from our lunch conversation, like where should people be? It, what's What's interesting is, you know, if you if you do look at um, at my media map, right? Like, and you look at how it's constructed here, I'll actually share it. This is the the size of these companies are all dictated by how much they're worth. Mm -hmm. And I think at first people were, the reason I made this map at first was to show how little Disney and Netflix and Comcast are compared to the people they have to work with and are competing directly with at Apple and Microsoft and Alphabet and Amazon. Um, and I would argue this, this is what I think, and, and then the, the y-axis on this is my opinion, context. And so my argument would be follow the money. You know, to, yeah, I'm not, not that it's all about money, but if you want a long, sustainable career from this point forward in the media universe, in the media and tech universe, watch where the resources are being put and try to set up shop for yourself in an interesting way or a way that's interesting to you in those areas. And so it doesn't mean necessarily go work at Apple or Microsoft or Alphabet or Amazon, but look at what's happening in these spheres and then follow them. So one of the most obvious ones I, I t say to people every day is gaming is the biggest sector of this economy. It's $200 billion a year in revenue. It is a very similar set of storytelling tropes and, and mechanisms with new technology and, and new platforms, but it is an exciting world for those in media, in advertising, in subscription, if you do it, in data, in press, in marketing, in design, in writing, in directing. If you're in any of those fields, gaming is one of the fastest growing segments out there. Had didn't have a great year in 2022, but then again, who did? And if you want to ask that question, who did have a good year in 2022? Retail media. Retail media is now the fastest growing segment of the, re of the advertising economy. It's a $40 billion a year industry, and it's going to go in the US to $100 billion a year. 
industry. Amazon did $37 billion in advertising last year. It's the fastest growing ad platform, I think, in the world. And everybody else had a shitty fourth quarter. They were up. They were up 20% in fourth quarter year on year in advertising. Um, and I'm not saying that that's the most fun sector, but all of media is going to move towards a much more speedy and efficient environment from ad impression to transaction. That is going to be table stakes uh, in the ad economy, which is the at least driving half of this ecosystem. But generally speaking, wake up and look where investments are being made. Look at where not just VCs and PE and folks like that, but you know where are the big funds investing their monies, and then also um, you know frankly where are the companies investing right now? Apple just hired a head of ad sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're shifting their entire enterprise to ad advertising more more fully to their ecosystem. They're the most valuable company on earth. It's going to be predominantly performance marketing, retail media, and I do think. That's a good indication of, of where to head. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? It's the same advice I give to my 24-year-old daughter every day and all the 20-year-olds I have in my classes. Um, honestly, the only reason you and I are having this conversation is because I decided to take my career and turn it into a business. So I've had a good career, um, but I don't know that I've ever all, all the time seen it as my own business to operate because I've had jobs, right? Good jobs, high-paying jobs with equity. But if I had redone my career and said to myself, that thing that you believe in, you're probably going to believe in for a very long period of time. The very nature of what drives you to be in entertainment yeah. is going to be important to you. It, it's the driving force of the, the thing that gets you out of bed every day. It, it's going to remain important to you 50 years from now. And so if you can drive your career as a business around that superpower, around that belief system, around those passions, you'll probably make different, some different choices or feel, or make those choices faster. Now, I had 35 years to, to make it a, a reality. So I might've gotten there a little faster had I, had I said to myself, you don't need a, a title on a business card for your value. You don't need to be uh, blessed by the big bosses who golf to make your career worthwhile. Now. I will also say on the flip side, I made a lot of money at those big companies. So I don't know that I would have made a lot of the decisions differently, but I I, I don't know that I, I would have kind of uh, been so wrought every time I made each one of those decisions. Yeah. And if you, if you pull it back though, even like tech has changed so much every year, but in the last few years, like the social selling didn't exist even, you know, X number of years ago you couldn't access LinkedIn. It yeah. didn't exist either. And so um, as much as like take risks earlier, some of the decisions may have been impacted, at least for me, uh, by some of the technological advancements too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Although I was writing a blog when I ran IFC in 2004 and, uh, or 2005, and I was writing for HuffPo when I was at Participant mm -hmm. Media. So I was consistently finding ways to, to put stuff out there. That's, that, that has always been, I think, a, a reason that I've had opportunities. But on the flip side, you're absolutely correct. And that goes back to be prepared. When, when a new opportunity presents itself, 
like LinkedIn, not just LinkedIn, it's been here for a while, but it's become a real publishing and frankly, a true marketing platform for, uh, for pretty much anything. Um, it's the eighth largest social media platform on the face of the earth and probably one of the ones that will continue to grow as the others shrink. LinkedIn actually grew uh, from an ad sales standpoint uh, last year while everybody else was either flat or down. Um, other than Amazon. So, you know, they, 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 that I agree. Uh, you have to be prepared to take advantage of new weapons. And that's part of waking up stupid every day. Uh, I do a podcast with my daughter called Cancel Culture, uh, where we talk about cancelable things for uh, guys who look like me uh, with Gen Z diverse comedians, including my daughter and, and a couple of others. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. My newsletter, uh, Media War and Peace, that is the thing I, I wake up and write every day um, and put most of my, my best stuff out on that platform. I don't think I've subscribed yet. I need to do that. What? Finally, anything else that you want to say or share with me to close out this amazing LinkedIn boss interview? First of all, this was great. Thank you so much. So fun. Uh, secondarily, I would say, look, there, everybody is in a bit of angst right now in the media and technology ecosystem. And you, if you embrace change, if you lean into the daily change that's headed your way and find something new to discover every morning, you can ride the wave. Yeah, I love that. Well, Evan, thank you so much. Ben, thank you so much for introducing us. Yeah. Everyone should be watching, sharing, commenting. Let me know who else I should interview next. See you soon. Bye.